So just to recap, in this Advent series, we are exploring the broad picture of Advent from the different perspectives of the people who were there at the heart of the action, the individuals who saw firsthand God's plan at work, and it completely changed their lives, didn't it? In Advent 1, we thought about uh, Advent according to Zechariah and Elizabeth, and we asked the question, how can we prepare our hearts for Advent? And we discovered we we should keep praying because God can do the impossible. In Advent 2, we thought about Advent according to Mary. And we thought, we asked the question, what does Advent teach us about God's promises to us? And we discovered that trust and obedience can bring us joy. And we've heard about that today, haven't we? People's joy, people's joy. In Advent 3, today, we'll be thinking about Advent according to Joseph, and we'll be asking the question, what does it look like to be a hero of faith? What does it look like to be a hero of faith? So that brings us back to the question I asked you at the very beginning. Who is your favourite hero from a book, film or television series? Fictional or non-fictional. Now, Harvey has already shared James from the film. Uh, What's the film called? It's a Wonderful Life. Can you think of a character that inspires you, who displays heroic qualities? I'm sure you probably can. Yeah, someone that inspires you, someone that you see as a hero in some shape or form. Mr. Darcy? Yeah. Richard? Okay, that's new to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What, would you like to say a bit more about that, John? He was a spy catcher. Okay, he was a spy catcher. Thank you, John. Brilliant. No, hopefully not. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, well, I'll share something with you. So the other night I had some telly time before bedtime. And Rocky Three was on the TV. As a child, this was the 90s, so, you know, you just watch anything on TV when you're a child. I loved Rocky as a child. If you don't know, Rocky Balboa was an Italian-American boxer from an impoverished background. It all turned around for him because in the end, he, against all the odds... He fought his way to the top and eventually became the heavyweight champion of the world. In Rocky III, Rocky is up against a new competitor, one nasty and hungry boxer called Clubber Lang. Spoiler alert here. Basically, Clubber Lang indirectly causes the death of Rocky's beloved coach, Mickey. And then Rocky loses his title in their subsequent fight. Devastated at the death of his friend and trainer. And after losing the battle, Rocky searches deep inside himself and challenges Clubber Lang to a rematch. 
where after blood, sweat and tears, he defeats him. It's a classic 80s film with one of the greatest theme songs ever, The Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Why am I, why am I, why am I sharing that with you? Why am I talking about Rocky with you? Today, we're not here to talk about Rocky. We're here to think about Joseph. What do we need to be, what do we need to know about Joseph? He wasn't a boxer. He wasn't a boxer. Last time I made the comment that Mary is a hero of our faith. And today I want to explore why I think Joseph is also a hero of our faith. At the beginning of the gospel, according to Matthew, the genealogy of Jesus is listed. What's interesting is that when it comes to Jacob, the father of Joseph, it doesn't read Joseph, the father of Jesus. The pattern is not followed. Instead, it reads Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Matthew is making it clear that Jesus's birth is different from any other Jewish boy named in the genealogy. Matthew points out that Joseph did not beget Jesus, but Joseph was the husband of Mary. Are you with me? It was Mary who gave birth to Jesus. Jesus was born of an earthly mother, but he was not born to an earthly father. Joseph was not Jesus's biological father. Joseph was Jesus's foster father. Are you with me? Every child born is a totally new creature, a new person. But Jesus, being the eternal God, existed before Joseph and Mary and any other of his earthly ancestors. If Jesus had been conceived and born in the usual way, then he could not be God. It was necessary to enter the world through an earthly mother, but he would not originate from an earthly father. Are you with me? The Holy Spirit came upon the Virgin Mary and Jesus was conceived. The conception and birth of Jesus are supernatural events that are beyond human logic or reasoning. We accept them in faith, don't we? They require faith to believe. Because of this, God sent angels to help the people at the heart of the story understand the significance of what was happening. Both Mary and Joseph belong to the house of David. From the very beginning of scripture, God made it known to his people that the Messiah would be born of a woman, of the seed of Abraham, through the tribe of Judah and of the family of David. Joseph would parent Jesus, who was the promised Messiah and God incarnate. Okay, so everything in the Old Testament has been leading up to this, this moment, this significant moment where God would be born. I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I don't think G Joseph gets much honour or praise in scripture for the part he played in Jesus' story. 
What did Joseph do for work? Well, we all know Joseph was from Nazareth and he was a carpenter by trade. Although this was an honourable profession, this would not have brought him significant wealth. Because of his skills, he probably had contact with many of the villagers in his community. He was well known. His work would have involved building furniture, repairing buildings and making agricultural implements. Joseph was a very practical man and good with his hands. He was good with his hands. Why would God choose a man like Joseph? On the surface, he appears to be so ordinary, doesn't he? He's a tradesman. Why would God choose Joseph to father God incarnate Jesus? Joseph is often seen as an ordinary man. And it's sad, isn't it, that ordinariness is often equated to ineffectiveness. Joseph's station in life was no barrier to God. In God's hands, Joseph, the common carpenter, became a man of great spiritual importance and influence. God used him powerfully. If we examine scripture, we will observe that God seems to call people who appear to be ordinary. He calls people who appear to be unworthy. But he calls them anyway, doesn't he? God repeatedly calls ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Isn't it encouraging that God is always more interested in a person's character and potential rather than their title, profession, academic brilliance, or even past failures. Your faith in Jesus alone makes you extraordinary. God wants to use you to do incredible things. Isn't that encouraging? But things were not straightforward for Joseph, as we know. He would face a challenge. Joseph was engaged to Mary, and when he learnt that she was with child, he must have been devastated. In the customs of their time, betrothal lasted a year, but it meant they were classified as husband and wife. After the engagement period was complete, their marriage would be consummated, and the couple would live together forever. Joseph must have been devastated to learn that the woman he loved and had planned to marry had become pregnant and he wasn't the father. He thought she had been unfaithful and had committed adultery. Scripture tells us that Joseph was a righteous man. But we also know this because of his intentions towards Mary. Once he discovers she is with child. By law, Joseph had the right to either divorce Mary or have her stoned to death. Joseph did not want her publicly disgraced or punished, so he sought to divorce her quietly. Joseph understood the severe social stigma she would endure for the rest of her life, and his intentions towards her were to show mercy. Amid this crisis in Joseph's life, 
an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream and told him not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife. The miraculous nature of the event begins to impress upon Joseph's heart. Now he is with understanding. Now he sees God's plan in it all. Mary had remained faithful to him. Furthermore, Mary is actually carrying in her womb the promised Messiah, and God is calling him to father the child. After Joseph awoke from the dream, he showed no hesitation in proceeding with their marriage. After the dream, Mary and the unborn baby Jesus are brought under the protective care of Joseph. Joseph and Mary refrain from consummating the marriage until after the birth of the child. Are you with me? In this story, we can see now why God chose Joseph. He had mercy in his heart towards other people, especially Mary. Later on in the story, after Jesus had been born and visited by the Magi, an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream again and told him to take the child and Mary to Egypt to escape the evil intentions of King Herod, who sought to kill the child because the Magi had identified him as the king of the Jews. This fulfilled what the prophet Hosea said, out of Egypt I will call my son. Joseph, Mary and Jesus remained in Egypt until it was safe to return once King Herod had died. Joseph was continuously obedient to God's directing and guidance. He was faithful in all that he did. But one thing has always stood out to me about Joseph. And it's this. Joseph had a protective nature. Joseph protected Jesus as if he was his own son. Joseph did everything he could to protect the people he loved. Joseph was a protector. Later on in Jesus' life, once the family had returned and settled in Nazareth, we learn that every year Joseph was committed to taking Jesus and the family to the annual festival of Passover in Jerusalem. When Jesus was 12, and you'll know the story, when Jesus was 12, uh, he would have been purposefully taken to the city to officially become a member of the congregation of Israel, just like all the other Jewish boys of his age. On their return journey, Jesus went missing for three days. They couldn't find him. Where was he? He was eventually found in the temple courts, listening and questioning the teachers. And he amazed the people with all the things that he said. When Mary and Joseph found their son, they couldn't be mad for long. Because they knew that God was at work in the heart of their son. Joseph was committed to Jesus' learning 
and his growth. He wanted the very best for his boy. There was a point in Jesus, uh, in Joseph's life where he thought everything was going wrong, wasn't there? He thought Mary had been unfaithful. He thought he may have to divorce her. But once he heard the word of the, of the word of the Lord, all of that hurt, all of that disgrace and uncertainty went away. And it didn't matter what anybody else thought. He knew the truth. Joseph would have undoubtedly been filled with peace, wouldn't he? He would have been filled with peace. And that enabled him to persevere, to do what God had called him to do. What are you worried about today? What are you worrying about? I want to say this. Jesus wants to fill you with his peace today in all your worries and troubles. He wants you to know his peace now. So what does Advent reveal about Joseph? And what do we need to do if we want to be a hero like Joseph? I want to be a hero, do you? Yeah, we want to be heroes. As a child, I used to imagine stories and always put myself at the center of the story as the hero in it. We all want to be a hero, don't we, in the story? Advent reveals Joseph was a provider. He put the needs of Mary and Jesus above his own needs. He saw the need and he met it as best he could. How can you meet the needs of somebody else today? Advent reveals Joseph was righteous. He showed mercy and kindness to Mary, even though he incorrectly thought that she had been unfaithful to him. Jesus reiterated what the prophet Hosea said. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, says the Lord. If we want to be like God, we must be people of mercy and kindness. Who can you be merciful and kind to today? Advent reveals Joseph was a protector. He protected Jesus from the cruel and violent wrath of King Herod. He did everything he could to protect his family and he took them to Egypt. How can you protect those who are vulnerable? Advent reveals Joseph was committed to Jesus. He was committed to enabling Jesus to grow spiritually, but he also had a strong sense uh, of the need for Jesus to experience belonging, belonging by taking him to Jerusalem. How can you help others to grow spiritually and how can you help others to feel included, to feel valued, to feel loved and wanted? We know that Jesus was loved and wanted when his parents panicked because they'd lost him. And finally, Advent reveals Joseph was obedient to God. He never questioned the word of God through the angel's word to him. He heard the word and he obeyed it. 
In what ways is God requiring you to be faithful? In what areas of your life do you need to be obedient to God's ways? Rocky Balboa, who I mentioned at the beginning, was not really a hero at all. He fought for himself. It was all about his own ego. Joseph was a hero because he fought for others. Joseph was a hero because he fought for others. Be a hero like Joseph. Come on, church, let's be a hero like Joseph and let's fight for others. And when we do, when we fight for others, we will know more of the peace of God in that fight. And when we fight for others, we will show the world what Jesus is like because that's what Jesus does. He fights for others. He lifts up those who are downcast. He loves and cares for those who are broken. And that's what he's calling us to do. So, pillar one, Advent according to Zechariah and Elizabeth, revealed hope. Pillar two, Advent according to Mary, revealed joy. And today, pillar three, Advent according to Joseph, reveals we can have peace. Amen. Let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, help us all to be heroes of faith. Help us to have the attributes that Joseph had being merciful and kind and protective of others. Lord, I pray each one of my friends here today and on Zoom will know more of your peace, more of your love. Help us to be more like you every day as we seek to follow you and your word. In Jesus' name, amen.